Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGTZ, and with me today, I have Allison. Oh shit, I got introduced first. That's it first. Yes, we have to establish our murderer in this situation. And now for the victim, J-Mac. Hi. That, that, that doesn't bode well for me. Yeah, we're, we're going to give you until the end of this podcast to find a way to escape Allison. Though that's a trick question because there's no escape from her. Yeah, it's true. But today we are here to talk about episodes 2 and 3 of Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc, which continues to be amazing. Oh, so amazing. After seven grueling weeks of having to re-experience the train for like the thousandth time. This new content is just such a huge breath of fresh air. (laughs) And the pacing's been pretty solid too. This set of episodes adapted chapters 71 to 74, uh, roughly two chapters each. And they had a few scenes here and there just kind of to transition everything together. But overall it feels very faithful and I love just all the little idle animations of action that's being split yeah. in is like really good. J-Max, since you haven't read the manga, I first want to get your thoughts on this. How, how are you feeling with the arc? Oh, uh, it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. But what in particular? Yeah, hold on. Gosh. Oh, I can't put it into words. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, no, I've been enjoying it quite significantly. The pacing is good. The, um... <laughs> Zenitsu is not is significantly less of a bitch. <laughs> That's always a good sign. I think this arc is insinuated even more though by one word. What? Uzui. You you mean flashy. <laughs> the the, 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 the good old flashy raw. Yes, the flashy raw. The flashiest of flashy raws. Yes, I mean, exactly. he knows how to put Zenitsu in his place for one thing. Oh my gosh, the the moment when he Okay, so in that episode where he like just where Zenitsu's like bitching about him having three wives and he just like punches Zenitsu into the freaking ground. Kind of Zenitsu's reaction during that too. Like the three three wives. Yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, so yes, we find out that Uzui has three wives. I mean like who wouldn't want that man to have three wives? Yeah. Can he really be shared by just one person? Uh Uzui? Gosh, the whole world has to share him. Yes. I, and there were, I hated him in the first episode. I remember distinctly saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I very much hated him. Yeah, I think all, all the rest of us were thinking to ourselves, oh, just you wait. Yep. 
You haven't seen the true beauty of Uzui yet. I thought he was great because he has muscles and sparkles. Yeah. Yes, that that makes everything better. And boy, the infiltration is like so funny how they all get kind of recruited. And like Zenitsu's the last one to get picked. Yeah. And like the only reason he even got like put into place in the first place is because like Uzui just swooned the caretaker. Yes. <laughs> it's just it's perfect. It's perfection. Yes. This man deserves fifty medals. Mm-hmm. You know, that episode was very funny. I like how <laughs> the freaking makeup that he put on them. Oh my god. It's so bad. It's <laughs> horrible. Oh. The best part is that he looks hot as fuck. God, he, and like you just have these like three guys. Yeah, you that have just this absolute chad of a man with these three ugly creatures. <laughs> it's like Inosuke looked hotter without makeup. Yes. He literally made them uglier. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean they all look hotter with the new makeup that they're that it's put on them by each of the respective houses. Yeah. Oh, and then the lady that, like, picks up uh, Inosuke to, like, her stare when she notices that, like, he'll be hotter without the makeup. Yes. That was so great. Yes. So, yes, he's using that because he hasn't heard from his three wives. They, they went re- they went silent all of a sudden. And there's reason behind that. He's trying to figure out where the demon is in which of those three houses. And it's Ooh. actually... And actually, from what I've surmised from the second episode of the two, the answer is yes. It's in all three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, they they kind of explain in the third episode where it's like we have the Oiran of the Entertainment District, uh, who just happens to also be a demon. But that's a good combination right there. The most popular person in the district is the demon. Yes, that's a lot of food. Uh, yes. I feel like it's been so long since I saw that episode. Like, there's a lot that I feel like we're missing out on. Um, like their arrival there, and him just saying, "Don't do anything to draw attention," and they immediately diso- don't like don't leave the cart, and they immediately all three of them disobey. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's like these are probably like the three worst people to bring on a like reconnaissance mission. Mm-hmm. It's like none of these people know how to not stand out. Tanjiro stands out just by being, like, the ultimate nice guy. Yeah. It's like, you can't win here. Tanjiro trying to get all the work done and then asking for more work is relatable. <laughs> that poor old lady. Yeah. It's like, oh man, you don't know the monster you've created. They all three set out to figure out, like, where these the wives have disappeared to. Tanjiro being the horrible liar that he is. Um, says that uh, she's his sister. Oh God, yeah. That that scene was just like, oh my gosh, I was dying inside the whole time because he's just like so bad at lying. That face. <laughs> oh man, that face. Yes. Um, but then Inosuke though makes the most progress. Yeah, Inosuke actually like is able to like hunt down like part of the demon. It seems. And, like, he, like, chases it around, like, his manor and makes a huge frickin' mask. And he realizes it's, like, traveling through, like, the boards of the houses. Which is how it's able to, like, easily 
make all these people that the demon's been killing disappear. Mm-hmm. Which is really effed up. Yes. Yeah, and, like, we have, like, Zenitsu, too, gets, like, super close to the demon, Daki. Oh, my gosh, yeah, no, he, like, Daki's so abusive to, like, her, like, assistants. It's, like, fucked up. Um, and Zenitsu actually has a fucking spine for once. Yeah, like... Like, she's, like, abusing the child, and she he just grabs onto her hand, like... Season one Zenitsu would never have fucking done that. Season one Zenitsu would go into the corner and start crying. Yes. And then complain about Uzui's wives some more. Speaking of demons, we got an appearance from a very special demon. Oh, yes. Everyone's favorite Michael Jackson impersonator, Muzan. Yes, the the Muzan thirst is back. Yeah, I mean, even Daki's thirsty for him. Unsurprisingly, I guess. (laughs) Yes. I mean, who doesn't want that Muzan? Yeah, you can bite my flesh anytime. (laughs) No, I don't think Meowth really wants Muzan. I mean... I feel like it would be a pretty unsafe relationship. You don't know where, like, Muzan's gonna, like, bite you. That makes it kinkier. I guess. If you're into that. <laughs> now now reminiscing the time when you learned what a train was. <laughs> on, on recording. I, I'm, I'm a pure boy. I don't, I don't have my mind in the gutter like you people. Sure. I also like how in the second episode, so Inosuke is like on the trail of this demon, right? And he's just tearing through the freaking brothel. And like, he's about to punch a wall and the customer rounds the corner. He He punches the customer. (laughs) Like at full force, like no pulling back. That that guy is probably dead. (laughs) Let's face it. The Inosuke method, punch until it works. Yes. Yeah, and oh man, the end credits of like episode three, especially with like, you see Zenitsu getting taken care of by the little girls in the house, and then suddenly like those like uh, the demon tentacles come like just grab him. It's like such mm-hmm. a brutal cliffhanger. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there was a lot that happened in there. Um, Tanjiro so far is the only one who has like zero suspicion on him about from any of the other people. <laughs> He's a- too pure. It's like, it's funny. Like the the one who looks most like a dude. Is the one who is least suspected of being a dude. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's all that kindness. No one will question the kind person in the room. Um, but yeah, no, the... So, oh, something else I wanted to bring up. So, Muzan said that she has killed... So, she's the upper six, and she has killed seven Hashira so far. Oh, yeah. He did mention that. And he also said that... Uh, People below Hashira wouldn't be able to distinguish who she is. Um, well, about that. Zenitsu <laughs> <laughs> knew immediately. Yeah, I mean, he's been around some stronger demons. I and Inosuke maybe... also knew immediately. Like, yeah. because he was like, Muzan was like pumping her up, like, like, no one's going to know that you're a demon, blah, 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 unless they're like a Hashira. And then <laughs> these three, like, total noobs are just like, oh, that's a demon. Yeah, maybe uh, Daki should put her guard up more. Yeah, he t- he warned her about that. And she still probably didn't do it enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably gonna bite her back in the end, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Gosh, yeah, no, like, it, it feels like a lot more happened than actually did in the two episodes. Yeah, like, I feel in general, like, a lot of it's setting up just kind of the mm-hmm. new environment that we're in. Yeah, a lot of it was set up. 
Um, none of the three of them, except for Zenitsu, maybe, knew what the entertainment district was. <laughs> Zenitsu, always with his mind in the gutter. I'm I'm wondering where the hell uh, Nezuko is, because like when they took Tanjiro into that house, like he had the box with him. Yeah, so the box is probably just somewhere in the house. Nezuko's just chilling in the box. <laughs> just Nezuko in a box. I mean, as he as she does. I mean, she can shrink herself down, so like, yeah, she might be pretty comfy in the box. I mean, it, probably. It's just funny to me, and I guess it really only has. It's still only that same night, really, right now, which yeah. is unless like it implied a passage of time that I was unaware of, but I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's only been like a day or two at most. Yeah, because I don't know if they if that one house lady had killed herself before they got there or not, or quote unquote killed herself. You know, she discovered that uh, the lady was not human at the very least because all, all these uh, weird Oirons were uh, their last name. Their, their names ended with Hime. Yeah, which to be fair isn't like the most uncommon thing, but also the fact that like they all basically have the same habits and they look very similar. Yeah. Yeah, the same exact mannerisms, everything. Like she, she, she is giving herself away a little too much. Yeah, it's like that one Detective Conan uh, antagonist that literally just like faked being one person and faked being the daughter of that person. Yes, to just make it seem like they were two people that's naturally aged. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her power is interesting. The, the whole like the ribbons and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to uh, face her at all. Yeah, especially from the way, like, she ties up uh, one of Uzui's wives, too. It's like, oof, that looks painful. Yes, absolutely. But you already know that there is a Rule 34 artist out there who is in heaven. Oh, I'm sure there is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, do we have any other uh, thoughts about this? No, like, this is, like, a really... Like, for as... Like, so the first episode... I feel like I I feel like I'm comparing this like in I guess this podcast episode in length to the first one, but then I realized you know the first episode of the Entertainment District was like 48 minutes long, so of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And th- these ones were each like only like 25 minutes long. The little after credit scene on the most recent episode, though. <laughs> oh man, yeah. The, oh, the Christmas thing. Yes, where none of the. Where, like, Giyu, uh, Tanjiro, and Inosuke show up, and they, none of them know what Christmas is. <laughs> and, like, Zenitsu has this thing all set up with, like, a wedding cake. He's like, we can go straight from the Christmas party to the wedding. Oh, my God. He, he, Zenitsu has become a giga simp. <laughs> he found the simp beyond the simp. Yes. Plus ultra simp. <laughs> There, there needs to be an MHA hero that's powers just like hyper simping. Yes. No, Mineta just uses weird, gross balls. Oh yeah, true. Plus, I'd say Mineta is more of an incel, if anything. Well, yeah. I'm confused. Yes, no, Mineta is creepy as fuck. Fuck Mineta. Yeah. He would get gratification out of that, so no. <laughs> oh, true. Okay, throw Mineta in the dumpster. Defenestrate him. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I guess we don't have anything else to talk about. Might as well get out of here. Overall, uh, Entertainment District Arc is still good. Yeah, let's just like, you know, make like a 23-minute a long tangent and then share some very critical plot elements at the end of the tangent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
let's see if we can outdo ourselves, you know. <laughs> so how about that Spider-Man No Way Home, guys? I haven't seen it yet. Uh, oh, man. Uh, the only thoughts I have about Spider-Man is that Tom Holland is not. <laughs> I, really, I don't really care about Spider-Man that much. He's a pretty attractive dude. I'll, I'll agree. Okay, which of the... Th- I also like how just Nat, like how they just said uh, Inosuke should not talk at all because his falsetto is horrible. Yeah. The, the moment he's be like, he already like looks really androgynous, so it's like he's already got that got it going on there. Yeah, I guess it's like he's a very distinct voice though. Yes. that wouldn't come off as feminine. Exactly. It's too deep, too manly. Our manly boar boy can't escape the truth. Yep. Yep. And in the meanwhile, the the group chat that we host this from has become uh, an Uzui Stan chat, <laughs> as it should be. We yes. all Stan our king. Yes. Yeah. Like, Uzui is just pretty fantastic. With what little we've seen of him so far, he's already pretty great. <laughs> he shall continue to be even more. Fabulous. With his hair down, it's just like Jesus Christ. I like how at one point, okay, Zenitsu was like, you know, playing whatever instrument that was. And like, he was actually like in the mindset of, I'm going to show him that this is what he gets for giving me away for free. I'm going to become the greatest Oiron ever. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, he's actually like going to like aspiring to rise through the ranks of this brothel. <laughs> it became one of those like revenge shoujo manga. Yes. I would watch that spinoff. Oh, man. But, yeah, I guess uh, let's get out of here. So, Allison, where can people find you? Uh, at meowt900 on twitter.com. I'm finally free of school, so I can do more funny reacts threads and cry about Mulan and fight me. Nice. And J-Mac. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at jmacafreak. Uh, Twitter at real jmacafreak and anywhere else really as jmacafreak. Awesome. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at vlordgtz, and then I write various things for all-comic.com as well as tsunamifaithful.com. So check out that writing. Um, but I also do a bunch of other podcasts besides this one, uh, including Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod. Dumb Weebs Podcast at Dumb Weebs Pod, Saturday Night Shaggy at Sat Night Shaggy, and the Toonami Faithful Podcast at Toonami Podcast. As far as the Demon Slayer Podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, and on the Toonami Faithful website itself at ToonamiFaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And the podcast is streaming on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So go look us up, subscribe, rate, review, and just enjoy our episodes. But that does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. Don't die.